tuned to Practical Solutions for Life. Life is full of changes, whether it be a new marriage, a new position, or saving for retirement. These all require a plan. Each week, we'll pick a topic such as wealth, health, or relationships. We'll talk about choices and solutions that will empower you to take charge. Feng Shui can help you get ahead. It's ethical, practical, and it works. Let's get back to basics so that you can move smoothly through life's challenges. Welcome to Practical Solutions for Life. I'm your host, Katherine Wilking. Good morning and welcome to Practical Solutions for Life. We're broadcasting live from Simcoe County in Ontario today, right on the shores of Lake Simcoe. There's a bit of snow here and it's so interesting seeing how the snow drifts form around the property. You just never know what's right in front of you until you open your eyes. It's just beautiful out here. I'm your host, Catherine Wilking, and we've got an exciting show for you. I'll tell you more about my aha moment, a turning point in my life and found harmony in the day. Wow, a huge one. I preach about balance and harmony each day with my clients, but is that what people need? People need results. We all work with people. We live with people. We check out at the stores. We're surrounded by people. We chat. We order. We listen over the radio. And the world is full of people, of course. And some people you can get along with famously and others not so much. Finding harmony and balance in your world can lead to success, successful relationships, successful workplace, successful lives, joy and fulfillment. I don't have a guest today as I really wanted to share with you my aha story, the way to bring harmony into your life. And I assure you, this will not be boring. (laughs) There's a science involved here. Something I learned from my feng shui Chinese medicine studies. And basically, The properties of the globe have been existing together from the beginning of time, and they all get along fine. We've got fire and water. We've got earth, metal, and the trees. Our life force is called wood, relates to the trees. Chinese medicine has dissected these different elements into separate properties and assigned each property to a different personality. I find this fascinating. Imagine if the planet could work together in harmony for tens of thousands of years, why can't we learn to get along and cooperate with our fellow humans? Hmm. I'm an author, a home stager, and a feng shui consultant. I work with decorating homes and making things pleasant and functional for people. I developed a PEP quiz a few years ago, PEP meaning a personal element profiling that reveals the dance in many situations. Learning more how to manage these personality traits can help your life be more palatable. So I'm going to share with you my empowerment moment, my aha moment while discovering the power of this profiling. On this show, the power of harmony is certain to change your life too. So profiling is not new to mankind. Psychologists have been doing it for years with different approaches. Decades back, someone decided to label and profile the population into A-type and B-type people. And basically, if you were an A-type, you were extrovert, loud and bolder, maybe going for the high-risk commission-based jobs. And the B-types were introverts. 
they were a bit quieter and were happy to stay and work in safer environments. But somehow that didn't work out so well because once a person was labeled, it was harder to shake or even change lanes. Later on, someone else created several cube color theories, mainly for hiring purposes and group dynamics and such. And the idea was you were supposed to display a dominant color on your desk so others would know if you were a risk taker, a leader, detail-orientated, or the nurturing type, or maybe a wuss, (laughs) so others would know what to expect from you. Again, once you get labeled, it's really tough to grow out of the label. The profiling done through Chinese medicine is related to properties of the earth, formerly called the five element theory. It has a leg up on some of these other profiling as they can identify your dominant element and therefore allow you to grow into other properties as required. And I'll show you how to do that in just a minute. Again, this is so fascinating. I can't stop talking about these elements. It's where I found my empowerment story and opened my path to success. So whether there's a strain in your family life or your work life, you can change that dance for an alternative outcome. So it is possible to find balance and harmony in your day. I'll tell you about my first job. My first full-time job was in the Fred Astaire Dance Studio. No kidding. I answered an ad for disco dance teachers. I was out of high school and not really sure what the next step would be, literally. And I thought, hey, how great was this? I get to work in a party-type atmosphere. I could stay out as late as I want. I could boogie till the sun comes up. (laughs) And it was great. I was hired. I passed the Learn to Dance curriculum in 10 dances. And then I was expected to sell dance lessons. Many companies would do this for you. They'd give you training and a script to use while you're learning. But much of it didn't make sense to me. Just as any business, some clients were learning to dance to find a partner. Some couples were rekindling their relationships. Others had special occasion and only wanted a few lessons. And you know what? That's all okay. But not everyone coming into the studio was primed and competitive or even coordinated to enter the competitions or spend some big money learning how to really learn how to dance. In my mind, the scripts had to change with each client. So that was an eye-opener. Learning more about how to manage personality traits made a huge difference. So this formula could help you life be a little more palatable. I teach these Chinese medicine elements through feng shui, the art of placement. It's also translated to the wind and the water, things you can see and things you can't. So that's why there's a little mystery with feng shui. The theory I'm going to show you today cannot be seen per se, but you'll be able to see results very quickly. It's a mindset. A professional feng shui person needs to continue studies for decades in order to become a master. But today, we can get started in this one little section, and you'll see change very quickly. You may wish to take a few notes on this one. You may even wish to download a few things I've placed into the show links I set up for you this week. If you have a piece of paper in front of you, how about you draw a circle, and I'll explain how this theory works. So draw a circle, and at the top, write fire. And at the bottom, write the word water. Most of us drift between the fire 
and water during our day, and we'll continue working on this circle in just a moment. First, we're going to talk about the core group of working people that are energetic, always looking for new opportunities. They like change, meeting new people, and perhaps selling items or services to others. This group are mainly extroverts and seem to bounce between a burnout jump in the fire zone and the rest and recovery with a warm bath zone, just like on your circle. So this group I'm talking about is related to the wood properties. So you can write that word wood on the left side of the circle. Wood people are gregarious and generally happy people. They gather energy from others. And if you're listening to the Empowerment Channel, then chances are you have a strong wood personality. You seem to be well organized, can organize people. You love to learn new things. You uh, get into situations, events with ease. And quite frankly, I'm a wood dominant person. We're multitaskers at our best. And we are the go-to people whenever anything really needs to be done. We are the people that take charge. So perhaps you can relate to this. Wood people are attracted to fire. We're attracted to uh, action, shiny things, new events, excitement. And these fire people, being energetic and quite social, are very enticing to us. Uh, Being a wood person, it's easy for us to get sucked into their drama in the office or volunteer for things that take up too much time and commitment, and we always go over and beyond the 100% obligation. So when wood people get absorbed into fire mode, the firing range, oh my gosh, we can burn out literally. I've talked to so many wood people that have had burnout in their lives, myself included. You can almost clock it on a calendar when I get overextended. But you see, literally, Wood feeds the fire, right? It's easy for fire people to consume the energy and ideas that come from others. So for most of you listening, we need to be aware of this and when to back off and how to recover from being exhausted and burned out. So that's your first lesson for today. So we need to acknowledge where our skills are weak. For example, planning a wedding is difficult to do for yourself first the wood person has to get the ball rolling hire a party planner then look after the invites another person wants to know how much it's going to cost well what's left oh my gosh the point is it's your job to look after yourself if you get overwhelmed with work with fire people and overcommitted, it's time to recover. And yep, this is where you need self-care. So back off and actually seek a cool, calm, and collected things, like water. You could be looking at a seascape in your office, relaxing in a warm bath, drinking a glass of water, or even what I like to do, I wear blue on pressure cooker days, so I stay cool, calm, and collected. Think of the analogy. It's very easy when you get caught in the fire, put it out with some type of water, and it works. Looking at a bigger picture, if you're an extrovert, you'll find selling and social situations easier than if you were an introvert. Either way, you'll need skills in many areas of life to succeed. 
the fire elements in Chinese philosophy, which is what I specialize in, you'll need skills in marketing, sales, HR, or type of service, as well as accounting, forward thinking. And so if you're weak in any of these areas, you'll need to hire people, take on a partner, or figure out how to excel in your weak areas. And moving along, have I lost anybody yet? Not to confuse you, there's a PDF chart on the right-hand side of this page under show links. You can download this on the break, or if you'd like to continue to write notes in your circle, we have two more elements to talk about. So now that we've established how to improve success, could this day get any better? Absolutely. After the break, I'm going to show with you my empowerment moment while discovering the power of this profiling. This show, The Power of Harmony, is certain to change your life. So please stay tuned. Check out the PEP quiz profiling and show links on the host page. We're going to get through that in just a second. It's called PEP quiz profiling. And it's right about, just about where the break comes in. Okay, I'll see you in one minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Catherine Wilking uses unique personal profiling and other feng shui tools in order to help you excel in all areas of life, wealth, health, relationships, and more. She offers face-to-face consultations through Skype or Zoom calls. She will set up your home office for success. Visit KatherineWilking.com and take advantage of the Home Harmony Package. Catherine would love to see your space and help find the right solutions for you. Check out other products and services at KatherineWilking.com. Catherine Wilking Designs is a counseling service with a difference. I'm Catherine Wilking. I use feng shui to help people achieve their goals. Are you having issues with your coworker or partner? Or perhaps life is beginning to spin out of control. Feng shui can help. Rearranging your space can always rearrange your life. Doesn't it make sense to set up your office, bedroom, and entire household for success every single day? Feng Shui never goes out of style. Visit my site, katherinewilking.com, and let's get your space working for you. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are listening to Practical Solutions for Life. If you'd like to send a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Catherine at KatherineWilking.com. That's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N at KatherineWilking.com. Now, back to Practical Solutions for Life. Hi, welcome back. We've been talking about personality profiling and how it works everywhere in our lives. If you have a question today, you can send me an email right now and and I'll pick it up in the chat box. If I can't get to your question on the air, I'll personally answer your question after the show. My um, email again, Catherine at CatherineWilking.com. So let's review a bit. So far, we've talked about the wood people. That's our life force on the planet and the interactions with fire and water. We still have to talk about the last two properties to complete our cycle. 
The properties of, of the earth, again, according to the language in Chinese medicine, are fire and water, earth, metal, and wood. And wood is the life form. So let's get on to the earth. Earth people are kind, nurturing souls. They're the earth mamas, right? They tend to love plants and pets and children. And you'll find them cooking or out in the garden or work as nursing or teaching others here. So on your circle, you can write the word earth on the right side of the circle, but a little bit closer to the word fire. It's up there. And then write the word metal also on the right side between earth and water. So that's on the right side, a little closer to the water. So you've, now you've got your progressive cycle set up. Fire, earth, metal, water, and wood, then back to fire. So the last one is metal. Metal people are the backbone of society. They keep us aligned and accountable. They're studious people, and they think in black and white, kind of binar stuff. They look after the fussy details, policies and procedures, accounting, banking, security systems and things, anything to do with computers and ideas and IT. They're not social, and they generally don't like hugs. They're not as warm and friendly as other ones. So that describes completes a short description of the properties but what do we do with this information I did this when I did this information the next was a page turner really if I'm sounding excited I really am because this next piece just blew my mind I'll tell you what I did with this information now that I learned about the properties and how they worked I revisited some of my actions from past employers boyfriends and more and I drove into these profiles. I was trying to figure out why this cycle kept happening to me. I jump in basically into the fire and I get burned and I have to recover and I have to start again and I have to do it again and again. Why do I have trouble with the dance in some of these areas? And really, I was miffed. Anyway, I figured out that I had serious issues with the metal people. No kidding. And you'll notice they're on the opposite side of the cycle from wood people. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Very big aha moment here. Oh, yeah. I don't hate metal people, but I just don't seem to get along as well. You see, and as we talked, think about it. Metal against wood. Hmm. The analogy. The, <laughs> I just can't believe it. The metal can harm wood. In fact, logically, metal is an irritant to wood. So I figured out I wasn't crazy, okay? (laughs) Which is important. Metal people are always looking for receipts or they're nagging about an expense claim. They always want to know where you're going to be on a sales call or what time the bus is coming in. You know, like really, metal people, give it up. The bus will get there when it gets there. You'll get your receipts when you get your receipts. And so all this trouble that I was having It wasn't like people were out to get me, even though that's what it felt like sometimes. But they can't help being metal people. From a wood person's perspective, the gregarious, happy, do-it-all kind of friendly extrovert, it's we're too busy focused on the projects and having fun to worry about these details, believing it'll all work out. So wood people, don't worry so much. It's actually a good thing. But what else happened after I figured out this problem with metal people and the work 
environment that keeps tripping me up. I went and looked at my family dynamics growing up. I know this is a big one. Why did everybody pick on me as a kid? Why did everybody tell me to sit down and shut up all the time? And why was I not understood as a child? And you know what? Another aha moment. Oh, my gosh. The aha moment says, if you look at the chart again, almost my entire nucleus family is metal. Can you imagine? Mom, dad, older brother, sister were all against me. They all pissed me off. And quite frankly, um, looking back, no one understood me. I was a wood person. I had other needs. uh, And I know, a little bit of crazy, but that kind of explains everything. So even today... Metal people can sure rub me the wrong way, but I don't take offense anymore, and I don't retaliate with them. I don't cry. I don't uh, tell on them or whatever. I just recognize. This is a huge one for you, my audience. Just recognize they can't help being metal people, and then I can brush their tones away, uh, do what they need to do, and I can continue on my day. So this is one of the best things that ever happened to me. So that's a little bit more of a aha moment, and we don't have all day to go into every single element in that much detail, but I want you to encourage you to, to go in and take the PEP quiz and have a look at yourself in there. But this information can be used in other ways. In business, for example, I'll tell you a true case story here from a few years ago. I took on a side gig. A friend was launching a new product and he managed to get into a big box store to do some research. And Asked, I'm flattered. He asked me if I could assemble a team for him and run the booth for a few weeks. Sure, I can do that. As we were a guest in the big box store, we had restrictions about the booth size and the signage and, you know, but yeah, I could work with that. But since, again, I was a wood person, I set out to hire a fire person and an earth person to balance the range of clients because that is my formula and that is what is my success formula. Without boring you with too many details, it was a new business model to sell imported shoes in the big box stores. I hired these two gals, set up the booth, uh, the company sent in the stock, and my friend gave me a goal of hopefully selling 400 pairs in a two-week period. Sounded like a lot of shoes. Okay, well, let's do it. We set a goal. We're going to do it. So after the first few days of selling, like 50 to 80 pairs a day, uh, I didn't factor in the restocking time for this project. You know, I just had no idea how this was going to play out. But not only the time involved, it was tedious. I needed physical energy to do this. I hired two girls to sell. And so I ended up being the, 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 you know, the, the stock boy hauling all these boxes and sorting and all the rest. So after that first week, I hired a third gal, this time a metal person. So someone who is organized and meticulous about these things, this gal, this new gal, was able to sort the sizes without any stress, keep track of the SKUs, do a lot of the ordering and calculations, as well as selling. And therefore, the strengths of the salespeople could continue 
without being bogged down with sorting stock. And that was the key. The metal person who enjoyed working with numbers and tasks, like she worked like a little hamster, (laughs) putting all these sizes in the right spots. But she was happy. So working full-time in customer service could be destructive for many metal people, but this was a balance for her. It was a very good placement for her to do what she likes best, and she could be back up to the sales staff. So it was a win-win team. And by the way, the sales totaled way more than 400 pairs of shoes sold for that first show. Our team was well rewarded and we took this booth on tour to other related big box stores over the last next year, uh, uh, averaging over 800 pairs in each two week period. It was very exciting and very rewarding. And the next year we're asked to come back and do it all over again. And as a result, the owner of the company sent me a personal letter through the mail singing praises and gratitude to me, really raised my um, self-esteem, included a nice bonus check, another example how this stuff works. So if you or your company is experienced change, growth, downsize, buyout, partnerships, and even sales issues, you really should, I'm using that guilt word, should check out these dynamics that you'll learn with learning my PEP quiz. It can help you both individually or as a team. So in this next segment, you're going to learn to size up a new client or a friend in three minutes or less. So it's part of the power of harmony, the dance that we can control. I wanted to share with you how to get along and make friends and influence people. I know that's an old cliche, but we really do have to talk about sales. We sell all the time. We convince our spouse to join us at a certain restaurant or suggest to our friends to watch a movie or go somewhere. And you have to sell it sometimes. It's always a team thing to get along, sell products, and work with the parameters, but you're selling all the time, even trying to convince your kids to do something. (laughs) You're selling this thing. So let's have another look at these personalities. If you are self-employed or entrepreneurial, you need wood qualities like being an extrovert, convincing, unlimited energy. And then you're going to need fire qualities, also extroverted, Stand up for yourself in the spotlight type things. Your ability to advertise products and services. I'm having a fire moment myself right now because I'm standing up here. I'm in charge. I've got an audience to listen to me. But it doesn't happen all the time. I can't do this all day long. So figure it out. We need these little qualities to come in and out. But the big thing about the fire quality is to stand up for yourself. You also need earth qualities to hire the right people and take care of people. Tending to customer service and help is needed is a very important part of an entrepreneurial job. You also need metal properties, looking after the money, computers, IT stuff, licenses, payroll, and more. So if you don't have some of these qualities, you're going to have to go out and hire or find them. If you're looking at putting a partnership together, let's have another look at that. Hmm. If I'm a wood person and I'm out there gathering sales and gathering people and information and out on the street, my partner should not be an actual double of me. 
right? Because there won't be anybody left in the wherever the base of the office is to look after these other things like hiring the right people, taking care of customer service, looking after the money in banking. So that's another tip for you when you're looking at partnerships, sometimes opposites are much more successful than trying to duplicate what you already know and what you do. Eventually, yes, you will have to replace yourself to move on and grow, but just keep that in mind. Oh, we didn't talk about the water property. How does water work into an entrepreneurial plan? Well, the water people, it takes time. They pontificate and review what's going on. They have the ability to stop, evaluate, and look ahead to make the smart decisions. So that's a well-balanced team. So if you're rushing around so much that you don't take the time in your business to stop, pay attention, relax, look at your company from a third-party perspective and evaluate what's going on, that's the only way you're ever going to look ahead to find out if you're on the right direction with your business. So I highly recommend it's the downtime that you need here to pontificate. Many entrepreneurs are looking at yoga or meditation to relax and make these smart decisions. So moving along, let's say that you're in a commission sales and you're a wood person. Okay, so let's put your hat on and we're going to sell to a wood person. What do wood people want to hear? Wood people, think about it. I'm going to sell to wood people. Something that saves time, something about efficiency, something about easy use setup. People are busy. Wood people are busy. So cut to the chase. They don't want all the flowers and all the other stuff that go with it. They love flowers, of course. But They want something about saving time and efficiency. So get your script ready. Get your one-liners or whatever you need to get their attention that deals with that. So let's look at fire people. What do they want to hear when you're trying to convince them to do something? Well, they want about fun. They're all about fun. Something about getting attention or getting recognized. Something, again, about relaxing the rules. And fire people are a little bit narcissistic. So let's face it. It's, if you're going to try and sell something to a fire person, you have to make your language and your script all about them. So direct all the compliments and everything onto them. So I hope that you're taking some notes on this. This is really good stuff here. Um, the next one here. Selling to metal people. What do they want? Well, they might want to know up front the money part. They don't want to wait for a presentation because you're going to waste their time. They want to know up front what's it going to cost. They want logic. They want black and white answers, no fluff, no fancy presentations, and certainly no jokes. Just give it to me straight and I'll tell you if I'm interested. So those are another tip you can do when you're trying to sell. Again, depending on your product, you may already have classified your type of client coming in and you already have your script together. But pay attention. There's still two more to go. Earth people, 
Earth people, of course, they're looking for things like recycling, environmentally safe, happy people, family, la, la, la. Uh, Earth people uh, are looking for other types of sensitive type words like that. And water people, many of them are often set in their ways and they're not open to new things. They seem to be very cynical in their attitudes towards salespeople. And so watch for this. Water people are um, really not easy to sell to just because they've been around. They're looking at the big, big picture. They have that little cynical, dry sense of humor there, and um, they don't like salespeople. So just, just pay attention to this. I hope you get it, and I hope that it makes sense and it works for you. So uh, how can you size someone up in three minutes or less, like I promised you? You know, I'm going to take a short break right now so that you can digest some of the information that I just gave you and we'll be back in just one minute. I'm going to tell you how you can size up your salespeople, your friends and everything in three questions, three minutes or less. We'll see you in in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Catherine Wilking uses unique personal profiling and other feng shui tools in order to help you excel in all areas of life, wealth, health, relationships, and more. She offers face-to-face consultations through Skype or Zoom calls. She will set up your home office for success. Visit KatherineWilking.com and take advantage of the Home Harmony Package. Catherine would love to see your space and help find the right solutions for you. Check out other products and services at KatherineWilking.com. Catherine Wilking Designs is a counseling service with a difference. I'm Catherine Wilking. I use feng shui to help people achieve their goals. Are you having issues with your coworker or partner? Or perhaps life is beginning to spin out of control. Feng shui can help. Rearranging your space can always rearrange your life. Doesn't it make sense to set up your office, bedroom, and entire household for success every single day? Feng Shui never goes out of style. Visit my site, KatherineWilking.com, and let's get your space working for you. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Practical Solutions for Life. If you'd like to send a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Catherine at KatherineWilking.com. That's K-A-T-H-R-Y-N at KatherineWilking.com. Now, back to Practical Solutions for Life. Hi there, I'm Catherine. So I promised you, I'm going to tell you how you can size someone up in three minutes or less. And that's what we're going to do right now. So whether you're in sales and you want to size up your client, whether you are uh, dating and you meet somebody at a party, how do you size up whether you like them, trust them and know a little bit more about them or even some new neighbors. Hi, I'm Catherine. I just moved into the neighbor. What do you do during the day is a good opening question. 
So how can you size someone up three minutes or less? And I've taught this before and it works. It's three questions, all you need, and then I'll tell you how to interpret the answers. So the first question, what do you do during the day? It's not where you work, so don't assume that they're working. Don't assume they're retired. Don't assume that they've got three kids and a dog at the home. (laughs) So it's just a real open question. What do you do during the day? Second question is what do you do there, whether it be at work or your volunteer or whatever it is? What do you do while you're there? So you use their words. So let's say that they're a teacher. And the second thing is, well, what do you do there? What kind of grade do you teach or what do you treat? What do you teach would be a good second question. I even got an answer one time when I met a new client. He says, I push papers all day. Well, that to me needs more than another question, right? What do you mean push papers all day? So first question, what do you do during the day? Second question, what do you do there during the day? And third, here's the here's the one, the turning point. What do you do when you're not doing teaching or schoolwork or whatever? So when you're not doing the answer. So you need to paraphrase these things back to them. Use their words and see where the answers lead. So let's review this again. First question. So let's process this. What property or element does this business fall into? For example, if someone says, what do you do during the day? I work at a sports equipment store. Okay, so a sports equipment store would be loud, I would think extreme sports, and a very active sort of personality. So you can file that into maybe their wood or fire, very extra extroverted qualities. If someone said, I work in the banking industry or insurance company, this is all about numbers and figures. So right now, you know that that falls into a metal category, black and white, right? Binar, right and wrong, policy procedures. There's no room in that type of an industry for error or creativity. So you know that this person has some metal qualities working for a metal type of business. Then the third example, again, a teacher or a life coach. Those are the kind of things that are kind and nourishing and teaching for others. So this type of person may have a little bit more patience and kindness in their personality. But again, it's only a profile right now. So Going into question two, so what do these people do when they're doing this at their company? Well, if they were selling equipment or things, that would give you the clue. We just talked about wood element people selling and making great salespeople. If they're working with money and metal, that would be a clue for you too. Working with people, a teacher of a grade school would have a different personality and different elements than a university professor, right? The grade school teacher might be more earthy, uh, wood or fire. Little kids are all fire. Uh, But the university prof might be very metal orientated because of research and studies that he's done to make his achievements. But he could have a lot of water, a lot of pontific type skills in there as well too. So what I need you to do 
when you find out where they're working and what they do when they're there, relate that to some of the personality profiling that we just talked about. So that's pretty exciting that you can you can line these things up and, oh, I can relate to this kind of person or I don't really like that. That's too much uh, going on. So what the advice is to evaluate then now what they do during the day, but don't judge them yet. So the third question will help you find the balance on this person. What do they do when they're not doing the things you just talked about? And this always fascinates me because I just talked to somebody the other day with a very interesting, she had some a spiritual component. She's written a few books. So I kind of pegged her as being quiet and earthy. And when she answered to that question, so what do you do when you're not taking clients or writing books? She said, I'm a stand-up comedian at the, you know, she told me where she was doing this, and I just about cracked up. So there's another side to these things, why you need to ask this sec- this third question here. So find the balance. What do they do when they're not doing these things we've talked about, like making a living and spending most of their day? Well, if they say downhill skiing, the next question might be competitive or recreational. Right? Maybe if he's if he or she is competitive um, downhill skier, they're going to be away a lot. You might not want to date that. You might not want to deal with them getting hurt. That would be a tough one for me. I don't. I know my husband gets hurt. I just uh, I fell on the ice the other day, and it's it's scary to have that risk in a relationship. What about boating? Same thing. Is Are they competitive or recreational? Do you trust them enough to get on the back of their motorcycle? This is like huge stuff on this third question. Do they like to cook or bake? Maybe they're quiet and they have these earth mama qualities. That's always a good thing to have. Fishing, maybe they're a quiet soul. Other people like to hike in the woods or maybe they have horses. Or they're on a volleyball team or, or ask where their favorite places to hike are. So the point of this third point is getting these questions out in the front. And that can help you get a full picture of this person. So if you're looking to date someone, perhaps competitive skiing is going to be too risky for you to connect with. If somebody loves to golf, know this ahead of time. You may be expected to learn how to play golf, and some people just don't want to do that. Uh, if you're asking somebody else, uh, well, maybe they're a model. They have, they do this on their part time, or they walk into they're a walk on for movie sets. Exciting to talk about how much time is this? Is it going to be those fire things? Is it going to be a little bit more narcissistic than you want to deal with in a relationship? These get the full picture. And this is why, too, it may be important to list hobbies and interests on a resume or look for those or ask for those on an interview for others. Others want to see the real you and see if there's a match or any similar interests. So if you're hiring, you'll know ahead which personal qualities that you need to fill that position. So if you can direct your questions properly and make out a script, I highly recommend a script and use it. And then if you get distracted halfway through the um, interview, you can go back and say, okay, let me check my notes here. 
Okay, so you don't waste anybody's time. And if it's obvious that you're interviewing a metal person applying for a sales position, it's probably not going to be a good fit because we talked about sales and where they fit, right? So ask more questions. You may call them another time for another posting. Who knows? But I've come a long way from selling dance lessons. Uh, But I want you to know this theory of using the five elements of the earth to profile has been around for thousands and thousands of years, and it really, really works. So I highly recommend you doing this. We're going to answer a few questions for the last 15 minutes that we have here. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Tell us about your book. I almost forgot to tell you about my book. Um, Again, much of the theories from Chinese medicine here covered in my book, Practical Feng Shui for the Office. In fact, there are three chapters in this book that explain these personality profiles we were just talking about. Three chapters. I just couldn't stop expanding on that. They've got case studies. Other profiling has uh, common work industries for the different profile types. So that's kind of interesting. That's all in the book. So you can type in practicalfengshuifortheoffice.com and there's a whole website there. You can get the soft cover or the e-book. So that's practicalfengshuifortheoffice.com. And alternatively, if you just want the quick notes on this, the pep quiz can be found uh, in two places. First of all, our show links again on the right-hand side of the host page where you're listening to Pep Quiz and right below my one that says books, book, practical feng shui for the office. And then underneath that is the Pep Quiz. So click on those on the right side of the host page. Or you can go into my site, katherinewilking.com slash resources. So you'll find all kinds of things under resources. Uh, including the PEP quiz. Again, that's PEP is short for personal element profiling. And you'll also find charts for the five elements in the progressive cycles. Okay, next question. Uh, Hi, Kath. I noticed you had a one-room rescue. Is that all about profiling too? Okay, the one-room rescue is an online course through Keology Pro. And we're going to talk about that a bit more next week with Samantha Provey. She's the co-founder of the Keology Pro Learning Platform. It's a program that walks you through step-by-step setting up your office for success. So you can find that on my page. Also scroll down to find the link to Keology Pro in the One Room Rescue. So another question, uh, comment how to find the right person for the job. Okay. We're going to look at that, um, or let's go to the advertisements for people. Let's go with the starting thing. Uh, Some advertisements to find people are very generic, and then other ones are too specific that no one wants to apply. So to find the right fit and find the right people, you got to ask the right questions. So again, go back to profiling, find out it's the job where which area it is and the language that's going to appeal to those people and i encourage you to seek transferable skills because transferable skills is a much better approach to finding good uh, trainable people then it will fit in a great with your company and your values for business if you're making it just too 
I'm going to use the word bloody specific, you, you're, you're really going to look a long, long time to try and find that person to fit in the right slot. So that's a very good idea to answer that question, how to find the right people for the job. It goes back to the advertisements for the people. Uh, maybe... Uh, you know, the person in that department, head of that department, should be writing the advertisements and not the CEO or not accounting or, you know, whatever it is. So so just think about that a little bit. And again, specifically, what are the core traits of a wood person? Uh, again, read the PEP quiz. I have one in front of me here. This, uh, just real quick, we'll just go on down this one. Flexible schedule, gets things done quickly, loves a challenge. Goal-orientated, can be impulsive, yes. Enjoys change in routine. They're confident, they think big. They're also impatient, get to the point. So what happens is, not that you'd have to be all wood traits to be the sales job. Ideally, as I said before, what we're looking for is trying to find a variety of a balance here. You're going to need the entrepreneurial traits of wood, the stand up and speak up for yourself qualities from the fire. You're going to need the caring insight of the earth mama qualities to be sensitive and with people and clients, you're going to need the metal to work with, right? Because the metal people have to do the bills and pay the um, pay payroll and commissions and licenses and whatever happens. So don't just focus on the wood person here. You're going to need to take the quiz and the more check marks you put on there, the more well balanced that you are. So we're not looking for a home run on the quiz. We're just looking for a baseline right now, a dominant element to work with to identify your strengths and weaknesses. Okay. Uh, question, what happens when your job description changes? What happens to what happens? I'm uh, not hearing that properly. Let's say voluntarily opportunity for growth and balance in life is what I'm going to say. If you voluntarily move to another job, accept the challenge. Learn what you can. You don't have to stay there, right? Learning another skill from another perspective is a real asset for survival in the world. If your job description changes because they just push you in another category, I think you have to do another assessment and then figure out where you're supposed to move from there. So next question, Catherine, do you come to corporations or evaluate hiring practices uh, or just private clients? Well, actually, some clients I have are unemployed and they complete the PEP quiz and we make a profile for them and matching specific places they fit in or need extra training. And other clients of mine have a small or a large project to pull together, like the one I shared with you earlier. And I love to work with bigger projects. So also I do public speaking on this subject. If you have a group or a workshop that could benefit from learning more. So please contact me directly, Catherine at CatherineWilking.com. So, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm scrolling down a little bit. Here's one. Uh, I work in a small business where the husband is a CEO and the wife is the HR. Ooh, do you find this a conflict of interest? And I'm going to answer, oh, yes, <laughs> I've worked for a small company. That was the case. And I did feel I didn't have an adversity in the company. 
the HR gal would grumble about the payroll, and then the CEO was very sharp towards us sales staff. So when companies get a little bit larger, the CEO could and should take on more of a grandfather role, trusting to his people be underneath him, but just oversee all the operations and have a sales manager perhaps to handle specifically that sales force. So my question back to you would be, is this a good fit for you in the business? And if not, recognize it for what it is um, before morale gets down and too much grumbling and maybe plan to move along. So here's a personal challenge. Do you replay the same dance, the same issues over and over, and you're frustrated with the same loop? Have you thought about learning more of your core skills in order to move through the day smoothly? So think about it. These properties of the earth have been together harmoniously for centuries. And do you think we could go as a human race the extra mile and try and sort out how we can all get along? Hmm. I really recommend check out my pep quiz profiling and show links on the host page and check out your results. Contact me if you'd like any personal help. I'm happy to comment with your or, or I can help you with your scripts and your organization to find power and harmony in your life. So I want to thank you to people who sent in some questions, and I'll answer the rest of these after the show. And I thank you all our listeners who joined us on Practical Solutions for Life this week on the power of harmony. Thank you for listening. I really wanted to share my aha moments to you, and this just stuff is a game changer. So please have a look at it. Please stay in touch. Don't forget to check out my ebook, Practical Feng Shui for the Office, which explains more talks about the pep quiz and giving you case studies and how to set your office up for success. PracticalFengShuiForTheOffice.com. So looking ahead into January, we've got Tuesday next week, February 5th. Samantha Plovey, our co-founder of Keology Pro, has a learning platform for the power of knowledge. She's an amazing lady, so listen to that one too. And February 12th, we have the power of branding with Asha Mankoska. And farther ahead, whose fault is it anyways? Tips for choosing a partner for life. Pop on over to katherinewilking.com for more information about me. Pick up your free gift and have a look at the resources available. If you wish for a personal consultation for yourself or review your business organization, drop me a note, Catherine at katherinewilking.com. Stay in touch. Don't miss an episode of Practical Solutions for Life on the Empower Channel with Voice America. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Practical Solutions for Life. Be sure to join Catherine Wilking for another amazing show next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, embrace the changes that are coming into your life and you too can have a great day. 